0: Welcome to Victory Today. I am so glad that you've joined us. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen to these messages, and I really trust that they're helping you to take some positive steps towards receiving all that God has for you. Hey, if you haven't subscribed yet, please would you do that? And if you're enjoying these podcasts, please share them with others in your world. You know, my whole intention in putting these together on a regular basis, is to get the word out to as many believers as possible that you don't have to be defeated. You don't have to be overcome by the things of this world. You can have a living, vital, powerful faith where you're seeing God move and you're hearing his voice, you're being led by his spirit. Man, the kind of life where you're receiving his promises and you're ministering in turn life and health and blessing to other People. Amen? So, if there are people in your world who need that encouragement, please get them to tune in and get them to subscribe. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you would know that one of the things that I've mentioned a few times is that if you want to live in victory, if you really do want to start receiving all that God has for you, you cannot remain passive. Okay? There's this notion. Across the body of Christ, that God is sitting up in heaven with all of these blessings. And that we are supposed to pray and hope and wait. And, and maybe if we're really fortunate, God will accept our fasting and our praying and our Bible reading, our petitioning, which for most people basically means constantly whining about it to God. They, they call that prayer, right? But, but eventually we might get what we're begging for and asking for and hoping for. And we're not really sure why we got it. Maybe it's because we annoyed God so much that he just granted our request so we'll stop whining to him. Or maybe it's because we've done all the right religious things and that flicked a little switch in heaven and so God agreed and gave us our miracle. Or maybe it was just totally mysterious. It's all tied to his sovereignty because after all, you never ever know what God is going to do next, right? Well, that's what the bulk of the Christian church believes. And so, as a result of that mindset, they're either doing all kinds of religious works to try and make God move on their behalf, or they're sitting back waiting for the day when maybe, just maybe, God will answer their request. But friend, I'm here to tell you today, that is not the way God works, okay? For a start, let's understand that you and I can't make God do anything, amen? We can't make God do anything. No, no, but the good news is, we don't have to. We don't have to try and make God do something, and that is because he has already done it all before you and I arrived on the scene. That is good news. And I'll talk a whole lot more about that in the future. But for today, I just want you to know that if you really do want to start to get some daily victories, if you really do want to start to receive from God, and not just sit around and get discouraged that you've prayed and you've fasted and you've begged, but it seems like nothing is happening. Hear me when I say today, It is not the time to beg and plead. No, no, friend, it's the time right now to fight. It's not a time to beg and plead. It's a time to fight, not God. We're not fighting God, friend. It's time to fight for your breakthrough. It's time to stand against everything that would seek to prevent you from enjoying your breakthrough. Does that make sense? I'm saying to you today that if you've got a need right now in your life, it is time, friend, to stop being religious because God hates religion. Read your New Testament. You'll see that Jesus' harshest criticism was always reserved for the religious people of his day. God hates religion. So if you've got a need right now, it's time to stop being religious. It's time to stop trying to do things, trying to get God to flick some switch for you. No, no. Instead, I want you to embrace the fact that it is already done. Okay? Jesus has already achieved everything that you're ever going to need. He's achieved it already on the cross. Friend, there is nothing more that you need That is not already yours in Christ Jesus. But the issue is, there are lots of things that right now are trying to prevent you from receiving those blessings. And that is where the fight comes in. This is where you sitting back passive right now, just waiting and wishing and hoping... Man, that's only going to lead to more discouragement, more disappointment. No, no, friend. No, it's time to fight. Again, you're not fighting God. He's not your problem. In fact, he's never been your problem. So you're not fighting God, but there are a whole host of other things that you do have to fight against if you want to walk in daily victory. 1 Timothy 6 and verse 12, listen to it. It says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Friend, if you want victories, if you want breakthroughs, if you want to see what it is that you're believing God for, manifesting there in the natural, there is some fighting required, okay? Notice what Paul tells Timothy there in 1 Timothy 6 verse 12. He says, fight the good fight. So this is a good fight, right? It's, it's not a bad fight. And what is a good fight? Well, as far as I can figure, a good fight is one that you know you're going to win. Amen. It's a fight that you step into knowing that you are equipped with everything you need to overcome, overpower, and come out victorious. That is a good fight. So he says, we are to fight the good fight. But is this like a physical fight? Is this wrestling people in the street, tackling them down to try and get something? No, no, we are to fight, he says, the good fight of faith. This is a faith fight that he's talking about. It's not an intellectual argument. It's not a debate. It is a fight of faith. Okay, so what do we know about fighting? Well, I don't know where you're coming from, but most of us don't know a whole lot about fighting, but I'm sure that you do know that nobody ever fought and won a fight by sitting in the corner doing nothing, right? Now, years ago, a few friends and I got into kickboxing for fitness, and man, that is one good workout. Let me tell you, I had no idea when I got into this thing. I thought that you would kind of stand toe to toe with someone, and they'd punch, and then you'd punch. You know, you've got all your protective gear on, so they'd punch, and then you'd punch, and then you catch your breath a little bit, and then you punch again, and then they'd punch again. Nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, in kickboxing, you use your fists, your legs, your elbows, you tackle and grapple and wrestle and block. Man, it is action-packed. It's sweaty. It's exhausting. It's incredibly physical. Well, that's fighting, right? It's the furthest thing from being passive that there is. And so when Paul here tells us to fight the good fight of faith, Does that sound to you like we're supposed to do nothing? Does that sound to you like sitting back on your phone, waiting for God to move? No, no, there's some fighting we've got to do. Now again, we're not fighting God. You couldn't win that fight anyway, right? But we don't have to try and fight God. We don't have to try and twist God's arm to get him to do some good thing that we need. Why not? Well, because as I already said, it was his idea in the first place. He's already bought and paid for it all. He gave it to us. Grace has provided everything we're ever going to need. That's what Jesus achieved for you on the cross, friend. So you don't need to fight God. What are we fighting? Well, I don't know about you, but there are times in my life when I'm believing God for something and I got to fight against unbelief, right? See, there's a difference between what I believe understand rationally up in my head and what I believe in my heart. And we'll talk about that another day. But when I'm believing God for something, i got to fight against unbelief. i got to fight against doubt. What about impatience? You ever had to fight and stand against impatience? Man, we just want everything immediately. And we got to fight and stand against that impatience. we got to humble ourselves and accept that some, sometimes God's timing is not exactly our timing, right? What else do we have to fight against? Well, we've got to fight against our feelings. We've got to fight against the fears that come, the worries, the questions, the concerns. We've got to fight against wrong attitudes. We've got to fight against the temptation to quit and to give up. Man, when we've been standing for a while, we've got to fight fatigue. We've got to fight weariness. We've got to fight discouragement and disappointment when we don't see anything changing. And we've got to refuse, friend, to allow bitterness and negativity to sideline us and cause us to quit. Oh, you better believe, friend, that if you live in a fallen world and you have a spiritual enemy who hates you, you are going to have some fighting to do. We do have an enemy. The Bible says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And one of his key attack moves is to bring thoughts our way that will stir up feelings and emotions. Why does he do that? Well, because he's trying to get you to doubt and to fear. He wants you to doubt that you can receive those things. He wants you to get doubting, fearful, afraid. And and if you will receive those thoughts that he's bringing your way... If you allow them in to influence you, then the battle will be lost. Now, I talk about this at length in my book called Worry Proof. I'd encourage you, check it out. It has helped so many people win that battle. You can read about Worry Proof at NewBulbMinistries.com at our website. But my point is that we do have an enemy, and he is committed to seeing you fail in every area that you're believing God for. Because if he can just get you to cast off your faith, you know, if he can get you angry at God or disappointed at God, or you'd start doubting God's goodness so that you give up, so you stop standing in faith and you get sitting back there passive, well, he wins. The enemy wins, friend. But no, no, no. That's why we're learning some things, right? We're getting wise to his schemes. We're not going to sit back and be passive, No, no, the only way to victory is by us standing our ground and fighting that urge to quit. You know, one of the things that I have heard Christians say for years and years and years is, oh, you know, you just need to let go and let God. Have you heard that? Let go and let God. Can I say today, that is the most ridiculous statement that is not Bible. The Bible does not say, let go and let God. It says, no, no, you fight the good fight of faith. Not let go and let God, fight the good fight of faith. Because when it comes to enjoying what God has for us, you've got an enemy. And the enemy will try and talk you out of it. He will stand in between you and your promise. And he'll try and talk you out of receiving it by faith. You know, when God gave the promised land to the Israelites, most of them thought that they were just going to waltz in there and it'd all be sitting there waiting for them without a fight. And that is exactly what the majority of Christians are like when it comes to receiving the blessings of God. So they will read in the Bible where God says, This is yours. By his stripes you were healed. I'm Jehovah Jireh, your provider. And we read that and we're like, oh, awesome. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. And then people sit around waiting, waiting for the blessings to fall out of heaven because, you know, they read them in the scriptures. And so some who are struggling financially, well, they're sitting around having read that he's Jehovah Jireh, your provider, and they're waiting for the bank to call. And say, uh, Mr. So and so, we don't know where, why, but you've just received an anonymous gift of $10 million. Well, praise God. Friend, I know that that happens from time to time, but it very, very seldom works like that. And you know why? Because if you just received everything in the Christian life like that, By sitting around passively, you know, scrolling on your phone, watching a few TikToks, waiting for the money to rain down from heaven. If you just received everything that way in the kingdom of God, that would not require any faith on your behalf at all, right? But we know without faith, the Bible says, it's not hard, but it's impossible to please God. And so God promised his people this awesome land, this land of promise. He said, I've given it to you. It's yours. It's your very own land. And it's a good land. It's a blessed land. It's all yours. And if you go back and you read it, you'll see that God pronounced that, said to them, it's yours, before they ever got to the the promised land, right? Before they ever stepped into it. He said, it's yours. It's your own land. But even though he'd given it to them, they soon discovered there were some giants in the land that they had to subdue, right? There were walled cities in that land. There were iron chariots. There were huge soldiers that they had to fight. And then once they got into the land and they fought all the armies and they subdued all of their enemies, they still had to learn to till the ground to dig it and plant it and harvest and water and look after their flocks and their herds. In other words, there was some work involved. There was opposition. There was some fighting to do. They had to get past that resistance to enjoy what it was that God had given them. I mean, initially, it sounded awesome. And it was awesome. But there was some resistance in the way. And until they got through that... They weren't able to enjoy what God had given them. And friend, I'm here to tell you, you and I are in a very similar situation. We are down here on this earth that is full of darkness and curse and the enemy is here. And as soon as you start to believe God for something good... Let me tell you, the enemy, he's not just going to sit on the sidelines watching you. He's not going to sit there giving you a little clap, watching you obtain everything that grace has given you. No, no, the enemy, the Bible says, will resist you. He will try and talk you out of it. He'll try to wear you down, get you tired, get you to give up and quit. But friend, I want you to know today that living by faith and experiencing those daily victories just doesn't involve quitting, okay? Living by faith doesn't include despairing and giving up. Daily victory is going to involve some tenacity where you say, oh no, That is mine. I believe I receive it. And I don't care what I see or what I feel or what I hear or what the report says. I believe that I have received. And then before you see anything changing, you're standing firm on the promises in God's word. You're standing firm on his promises concerning that thing. And you refuse to let that go. So you stand. And you fight through every wrong thought, every wrong feeling. And you do that long enough. And friend, you will become what God made you to be. And that is an overcomer. Praise God. A victorious one. Someone who sees results. Someone who has their prayers answered. Someone who receives their material, their financial needs, receives healing in their bodies and for their kids. Someone who receives success and promotions, advancements, blessings. Man, that's awesome. I'm getting excited just sharing it with you. So whatever it is that you're believing for right now in God, whatever it is that you need right now, whether that be physically, financially, emotionally, relationally, understand today that you are not wrestling with God. You're not trying to get him to give it to you. The Bible says he has already, past tense, he has given us all things to enjoy. It says that God has already given us absolutely everything that we need for life and godliness. So we're thanking him for it. We're praising him for it. We're receiving it by faith. and then. We're standing firm against everything that will try to dissuade us from it. And we're going to keep standing, and we're going to keep believing, and we're going to keep confessing, and we're going to keep in that right place until we see what it is that we're believing for manifesting in our lives. Hey, did that help you today? I trust that it did. Stand firm, friend. Whatever you're going through right now, don't be discouraged don't doubt, hold fast, fight the good fight of faith and know that we are standing with you and that you are going to see the manifestation of that thing in Jesus mighty name. Thank you so much for listening. You can find more faith building messages and resources along with ways that you can partner with us to help people walk in freedom over at newboldministries.com.